Did you know that the first video game with vampires was called The Count, a text adventure game published in 1979? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 163. My name is Gareth Brennan, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, good evening. I'm very well. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well as well, Gareth. Thank you very much for asking. I hope you're doing well. Good. We've got no one on the opposite today, just the three of us. So let's talk about the elections tomorrow. We've both got you on the left to know this. Yes, yes. Is it the politics? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> it is. Um, we won't be doing that today. Um, right. Weeks. What have we been doing this week? Uh, Darren, what's your week been like? Uh, well, I week has been quite busy uh, with work because it's been bank holiday weekend so that's all I've been doing really and dipping into some games that we'll talk about shortly but yeah other than that not much else to be honest. Okay um, what about you Paul? I've just got to ask so when it's bank holiday weekend does everybody suddenly think I need a new watch? Is, that, is that how yes. it works? Yeah right, cool. you know, you I've, I've, never, I've never thought that so when everybody kind of goes, oh, you enjoy your day off and you only need to book three days to get 10 days off or whatever it is, that does not apply to everyone. Remember that, listeners. Okay, yeah. All I'll say is that you could have been a journalist. Well, yeah, instead I've ended up here. So, you know, it's funny how I like works out, isn't it? Isn't it, though? Right, shall we talk about me now? Talk about I'm you, Paul. Off the limelight. Yeah. Um, Right, the big news for me this week, I'm going to uh, tootle my own trumpet a little bit, if you'll allow me. Yeah. Um, me and two of my friends decided to take part in a little kind of fishing match. Um, now, I'm sure that you guys are all fully aware of how fishing matches work, yeah? Uh, I'm on yeah, Facebook. No Go on, yeah. Obviously. Right, yeah. well, basically, you are assigned a random peg or swim, and you have to then make the most of where you're given and catch as many fish as you can and at the end of the match you weigh the fish and whoever's got the greatest weight wins basically yeah now the match was very close there was three of us one fella got two pounds and 11 ounces one fella got two pound and 14 ounces and i got 12 pounds and nine ounces so i won by a considerable margin and I've been trying to be magnanimous in victory, but you know when Jeremy Clarkson tries not to do his smug face? It's been kind of like that all week. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm very happy with myself anyway. Very good, Paul. So uh, there you go. Thanks. Thanks, Gareth. I like I the way you, appreciate you the effort that try to put in the it. rules of fishing into the podcast to get your fishing only podcast. Listen, mm -hmm. the fishing only podcast, mate, is a surefire hit, I'm telling you. <laughs> you have to host it, though. Uh, yeah, I'll do it from the bank. Um, Absolutely, from the bank with Gareth Briley. That would be awesome. I tell you what, though, the um, the Bob Mortimer and um, 
what's his name and oh they're brilliant yeah that's yeah. great you do that program's great because it just looks beautiful where they oh, are yeah that's yeah, right. it's, yeah. it's, it's gone, really gone good. fishing it's very good if you think. um good thank you paul um what have i been doing i have been i've been practicing my allegiance to the king um which happens on saturday <laughs> Apparently that's caused quite an uproar. I know morning. it's very funny. Um, <laughs> do people stand up in their living rooms and do it? I just well, you know, each to their own. Uh, just be you doing it in the middle of the street, Gareth, <laughs> in your Union Jack suit. <laughs> uh, that happens on oh, Saturday, man. I think, isn't it? Saturday, the allegiance to that. Yeah, um, I'm curious as to what happens if you don't. I know. Did well, in the Daily Mail, does he turn up and kick you in the plums? Well, the Daily, Daily Mail read that their headline was "Everyone all's got to do this," and it underlined all. <laughs> like it was like, it, like that wasn't the point. I don't think. I don't think they were saying everyone's got to do it on the pain of death. It was like yeah, well, very funny on the pain of something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, I went to an award ceremony on night. I, I did a thing called Ninety Second Stories that I've been doing for a year and a bit. And uh, it was up for an award, and I got a runner-up award, which is very good. I'm very pleased with that. Oh, well done. Again. oh congratulations, On Sunday Gareth. night, in the award ceremony. Yeah, so that was nice. I got a special mention, that's what it's called, a runner-up. Basically, it's runner-up. Um, like wooden spoon. Yeah, it's like runner-up. There's only two people, isn't it? No, there wasn't. There wasn't. Um, um, good. But let's talk about games, because there's one game that's uh court that came out yesterday if you're listening to the first it came out on tuesday uh may the 2nd and it caused uh well people had a breakdown i think on the on the on twitter and all the socials and uh and the, is it that little rattle-like again <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's redfall um which came out on Tuesday, and we've already reviewed it. So on the site, I think um, Alistair is it? Is it Al? Is it Al? Alistair, Alistair. 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 He's done. Um, he's done a review for us. He's good review, really good. He gave it a three and a half out of five, and acknowledged the problems. I think first of all, the, the internet went mad, just saying this is the end of Xbox. They've released a game that is unfinished. It's terrible. Oh my god, this is what happens to all Xbox games. This is awful. This is a disgrace, and it it. Around the around the board, it kind of was getting maybe at the low end fours, uh, tens on the high end maybe an eight. It was one eight out of ten, I think. But generally, people around the six or seven. Um, now I think we've all had a little go. I've played about four to five hours of it. How much have you done, Paul? Forty-five hours, did you just four, say? Four to five hours. I was going to say, <laughs> goodness me, it's that, sorry, it's I don't think it's that, an actor's life for me. I don't goodness. think it's, I, I don't think it's that long. <laughs> Yeah, four to five hours, yeah. And uh, right. on solo. Paul, what have you done? What have you played? Um, I've played maybe a couple of hours solo. Okay. And then just when you were messaging us and trying to find out where we were, it might have been that me and Darren were trying a bit of co-op. Oh, good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so far, the, the solo game seems pretty solid. I mean, it's nothing spectacular. It's not quite as good as I was hoping. But... I've not had any real issues with it, um, apart from the fact that the enemy AI, the human AI, in fact, is as they're as dumb as a box of frogs. Mm. Honestly, it's just um, you know there was I had like four people lined up on a bridge, 
and I sort of shot them from left to right with a sniper rifle. And the, when he's, each one fell over, the, the other guy next to him sort of looked at him and then looked away again. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, nobody's bothered if you just shoot his mate right next to him. Cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, we had a few little um, glitches with the um, with the co-op experience. Right. When I, when I first spawned in, Darren was running around and all I could see was his gun. <laughs> but this was in the safe house where normally you don't have a gun out. So yeah, that was a bit peculiar, um, but you know, it's it's just it feels rushed. It feels like they were given a date, and whatever state the game is in on that date, that's what's going out. Mm. And for a first party title, I'm not sure that's the way. So I mean, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Darren? Let's get your thoughts first, and I'll wade in. Uh, well, I, I agree entirely with what Paul said. I've only played about an hour on my own and then about 20 minutes with Paul earlier. And it does have rough edges. I think the 60 FPS debate we had is, unfortunately, the tip of a little iceberg in terms of other glitches and things. If it was just the FPS, the performance, then it may well have had a warmer reception. But I think um, I think Ali's review is very fair. I read it earlier on, and I think all this talk of abysmal, and I don't think it's as bad as that. I think people like a um, gravy train to jump onto, and the narrative has been no first-party games, and now the first-party games that are coming out, the narrative has been, well, they can't get that right. This is the end of Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just going to continue, unfortunately, now, because we've got Starfield coming up, and the pressure is kind of building on that to deliver. And it makes you wonder, will it ever be able to deliver what people expect? So I think I think it, it they have got it out um, probably earlier than it should have been, but it's nowhere near abysmal. I'm sure they can kind of patch it up, but will the opportunity have passed then? I suspect it may have done. And unfortunately, the narrative of, oh, well, you know, Xbox have launched an unfinished game, will take over. Because if you want to play devil's advocate and flip the argument, the argument around no first party games, if you take away the Bethesda acquisition from a few years ago, you could argue some people have a point. Where are they? You know, you've got yeah. Forza coming at the end yeah. of the year. I'm still guessing November, December. What 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 else is going on? And I suppose that's the danger is there's no there's no counter argument yet. I'm s I am i am I'm sure it'll come in June, but there's no counter argument yet to silence the critics. So yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an interesting one, I think. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I you know, as I said, I've played 45 hours. No, I played <laughs> 40, 45 hours. Just how you play games, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, when I loaded it up, because I heard so much, I was like in the first like little tutorial mission that you're trying to get out. And it's all, just for people who don't know, it's, it's this place called Redfall, and it's, it's full of vampires, and you're basically going out to save everyone and, you know, kill the vampires really bit by bit, neighbourhood by neighbourhood. And 
the first kind of hour, I was like, oh yeah, I'm really into this. This is fine. I had no problems. It's, I'm playing on my own solos, no glitches. The enemy seemed okay. And then I started to go and go, okay, oh, this is Far Cry. It's Far Cry. <laughs> it's Far Cry. Mm. In Red Far this Cry. This is what it is. Yeah. You're just, you know, taking district by district, doing the odd missions inside. Missions. It felt really similar. Even kind of like the way you get ammo, the way you kind of, you know, you're, you're free to how you do it, whether you go in stealthily, where you kind of go in mm. attacking, where you just ignore the enemies and sort of like just go in and do the missions by lot picking and and climbing onto rooftops and just doing everything like that. And you're in each character's got their own kind of special abilities, which are quite cool, some of those, and that's that's all fine. I think I think there's two there's a ma- there's kind of major things here. I think even I can hear everyone with this it's not finished, they shouldn't have put it out. I think the the big thing is this game is designed in a certain way. This game doesn't matter if it came out in November next year. I don't think people like the game on the setup of the game. What we just said it is no matter no matter of like how whether it's going to be sixty frames per second, whether it's going to be perfectly co-op and that AI, the AI is not going to change really that much. Um, it's the way the game is designed. It's the art of the game, which is basically designed as a co-op. Play. That's why there are the cutscenes are kind of limited. I think it's kind of like the cutscenes are sort of like um, animations, aren't they? Like still frames and with, yeah. yeah. with voiceover. So it's it it feels like it. It almost feels like a bit like the division in a sense, like that sense as well, which is essence a co-op game as well. It's it's more yeah, about the this kind of system is like that. Yeah, it? so it, it feels it's like one of those designs. So I think some people have had a problem with it going. This isn't the game that I expected. It isn't Dishonored. It isn't Deathloop for me. Mm-hmm. Which, which, but they, they were single-player games. So yeah. with the story, it's a completely different thing. And it's whether you like that or not. You know, it's, and, the, and, the, and the graphics is the art style, I think, as well. They've gone for that kind of like, that visual look, which isn't about, which probably isn't showing off what the Series X. It still looks pretty, but it isn't showing off, it's not, Unreal Engine 5, is it? No, it's not gritty realism. No. It's more comic book type uh, visuals, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and I think like you just said with two of you playing co-op, I think if they can get that co-op experience, so that feels absolutely fast and fluid and fun, and it isn't like your guns just walking around, I think that's where, the, <laughs> that's where that game lives and fails really, doesn't it? If that becomes something people want to do, but the problem is at the moment it's got such a bad rep, people are just not going to. And also, uh, there's another big question. I'm sorry, I'm talking too much about it, but the big thing is like, am I enjoying? It? Is what happens if I would have bought that game instead of I'm playing it on Game Pass? So mm. if I would have bought that game for sixty quid, yeah, sixty seventy quid, isn't it? Yeah. What would I? Do? Point, what would I thought then? And I don't know about that. That's that's what makes me do go. Actually, maybe they're kind of right about maybe that takes it down a bit because it's fine for mm. Game Pass. It's fine. It's great. It's a free game. It, oh yeah, this is quite so after the three. But yeah, maybe is a. I don't know. I don't know. What do you mm. think? Do you think you want to go back to it? Do you think? If you have, it, I'm going, it, I'm going oh, to keep trying it. Yeah. Um, I think we need to organise a sort of Xbox Hub game night and all play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because you you two were always really good about turning up for these game nights, aren't you? <laughs> um, you know, Neil's dead reliable as well. So, you know, I'm sure it'll all go swimmingly. I carry on. I carry on playing on my own for a bit. No, I'll just join you. Um, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'll finish it. I'm, you know, I like my Far Cry game, so I'm quite happy just 
mm. just doing it, taking neighbourhood by neighbourhood. I've taken down one boss already. Um, I quite enjoy it. I'm not surprised in 45 hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the missions, but it might get very samey. Same as Far Cry does, you know, mm. later on. But you just, you just, I quite, I like the world. I like seeing the design of the, the town. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a disaster. But it's not, and you know, I said this last week in the podcast as well. I said Redfall's been quite quiet. Mm, <laughs> you did. Mm, I think really they did. did know a little bit that it wasn't going to blow people's minds. Mystic Gareth strikes again. We talk about, <laughs> we do the games, and then we talk about Xbox. Um, in the next bit, in the next segment. Whether we can, whether it can be saved. Whether it can be saved. <laughs> Is this the end of Xbox? It's selling to Sony. That's they're the only people who could save us now. Um, I did say one thing before we go on. I said it is it's, this year for me. It's been the year of third party games because mm, yeah. we've had, which is it's a row Hogwarts, um, the Dead Space, the Resident Evil, um, the Star Wars game that's just come out. So it's these are the kind of these are the ones that are going to work and we haven't had like with playstation they had that that dreadful game in january didn't they what's it called i've got it not dreadful it was like average i thought it was called the the for spoken yes for spoken i think i've seen Is that the few... one that finished the studio off yes yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen a few um, maybe unfair memes who have kind of pointed out that all is forgiven for Spoken. We forgive you. For Spoken is all right. It's 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 good. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I saw something on the Twitter that said the same yeah. thing. But yeah. um, Red Ball has got like I think it was a sixty-three Metacritic, and For Spoken is sixty-two. So it was like, look, Redfall is clearly better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think. Um, Atomic Heart didn't blow everyone's thing away. I know that wasn't, uh, but that was on the Game Pass from Xbox. Mm-hmm. And then Enjoyed that. Microsoft Legends, um, Minecraft Legends. Minecraft Legends. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Microsoft Legends is a different thing. That's like Windows three point one, and you know, yeah, just the workers from Microsoft over the years, just just their highlights, the CEOs. Battling out. Do you know, it's it's the work you put into getting all the details right on <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Yeah, I know exactly. Is me the most. Listen, at Microsoft Studios, they're scribbling down game ideas now. I know they are. Microsoft <laughs> Legends, um, brilliant. I think Bill Gates is the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft Legends, which Paul is reviewing at the moment, is you know again that hasn't had a an amazing reception. You know, been an average reception. Yeah. So we had Hi-Fi Rush that had a great reception. Yeah, that did. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that that was the shadow drop, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. no, no, no build up, no hype. I wonder if that helped it in a way because nobody was putting unfair expectations on it. Good point. Very good. So point. yeah, I mean, I, I, I am worried now about Starfield. I've got to say, they are. If this doesn't it, blow it, everybody's stocks clean across the room. Then it's, it's worth saying they are completely different studios, even though I'm yes. yeah. they're different people making it, so it's not like it's the same gang. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's and it might not blow everyone's socks off, you know, it might just be. I think there's a sort of accept, a thing we're thinking about this Jed games that they need to be so completely different, but I don't know. Maybe they've gonna... got to, they've got to just, they've got to come out of the starting gate and just be amazing, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, if if Starfield doesn't, if it, well, 
I mean, I'm sure we all remember the launch of Fallout New Vegas and how uh, exciting that was. <laughs> Can you imagine if Starfield launches like that? Oh, no. I'm having yeah. anxiety now. <laughs> no. um, let's talk about other games we've been playing. Um, other games? Other games. We haven't got time for other games. It's all Redfall. <laughs> um, Darren, what have you got first of all? Uh, so I have reviewed a game called Canon Dancer in its native Asia, or it was known as Osman over here. So it was released back in 96, I think it was, and it's like a side-scrolling kind of fighting type game, but it plays a little bit like a cross between that and like a platformer. So um, they've re-released it because it never got released for home systems or home consoles. It was released in the arcades, but it was at the end of the kind of arcade craze as people were migrating over to gaming in their own homes. So um, it's it's. I thought it stood the test of time pretty well, to be fair. Um, it's quite short, but then it gets quite challenging towards the end, so depending on how many how many times you die and get game over and have to start again, you could be with it for a little while. But essentially, um, there's an evil like uh, witch who enslaves the world and you've got to go and beat off the henchmen and then take them down. <laughs> so maybe not in that way, Paul. Mm. I regret my choice of words. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, this is what happens when we record it. Sorry, sorry. You have to... Um, basically play through five or six different levels uh, and then it falls into that trope at the end of all the bosses come back again and you have to fight them all in a row and all that business so it it was good it's still good the problem is is they've re-released it it's not really changed they've got some new menus which aren't particularly pretty and you can fast forward and rewind and you can play the original arcade mode with a couple of little modifiers so you might get some extra lives so you might get the ability to double jump or you can pe- play like a easy mode with loads of lives just so you can experience the game and then you can play the japanese version that's going to cost you 25 pounds wow. for about half an hour's worth wow. of gameplay wow. and then just a localized version that you can't understand what's being said on the screen so yeah it, it's an odd one i think that they also released like a physical special edition so it's definitely one for a niche market. And there'll be collectors out there who will be very excited about this game that I've never heard of. But it still plays well. But this is not the way to try it out because it's far too expensive for what it is. Wow. Well, I, well I like it, Darren. No. Good. Okay. No. Thank Can you. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Of course. Does it have anything to do with Richard Osman? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I was kind of hoping he would emerge as the final boss, but uh, no luck there, unfortunately. Okay, cool. Good. Thank you, Dan. Um, Canon Dancer. Um, Paul, what's your first game? Uh, Right. Well, as regular listeners to the podcast will know, I am a big fan of a Souls-like game. Um, So when one seemed to appear on the horizon, I I put my hand up for it and played it. It's called Stray Blade. And saying it's a Souls-like is selling it a bit short. It, It kind of is. In, the, in the, the setup of the game is you find this valley and something happens and you end up with this stone embedded in your chest. Now, 
while you've got this stone in your chest, you can just, you can't die, basically. You get brought back to life. But you cannot leave the valley that you're in with this stone in your chest because you will die for good. Um, and then what follows is you need to explore this whole valley and master three three elements um, that you can then use to enter the final section. And the, the premise, the setup, the story is all really good. Um, the combat is exciting as well. It's, it's quite a bit like, do you remember Rise, Son of mm, Rome? I do, yeah. Um, where you were fighting away and every so often the enemies would flash a certain colour and you had to react with a certain button press, yeah? In this, there's a similar thing. If the enemies flash blue, they're about to do an attack that you can parry. And if they flash red, they're going to do an attack that you have to dodge. Mm. And if you get a perfect parry or you dodge, dodge at the right time, you get some of your stamina back and you can then press the attack. Um, so the combat system works really well. The problem with the game is, I mean, it, I, I'm getting a, a, a bit of a case of deja vu here, but the problem is the polish. The, the way the game is sort of hung together isn't the best. Um, it's, it's simple things like, you know, in a Souls game, you, 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 the best way to fight things is to attract one of an enemy's attention, draw them away from the rest, kill him and rinse and repeat, yeah? Mm -hmm. In this game, if you do that, the enemy will come a certain distance towards you, you start to fight them, and then they think, oh, I'm too far away from where I should be, and they teleport from in front of you right back to where to start. <laughs> That's annoying. And I'm like, oh. well, you're half dead, and you've just teleported back. That's so, really bad. Yeah. That is annoying. Um, I've knocked enemies into walls. Every enemy, when you kill them, drops stuff that you can pick up. I've done, like, finishing animations and knocked them into the nearest wall so I can't pick up the gear they drop. I've fallen through the scenery. I've had no end of um, issues with it. But at the same time, I've really enjoyed what I've played. Oh. So... The review's live on the site. I gave it a three out of five. I couldn't, in good conscience, give it any more. Um, but, yeah, if you if it sounds like your cup of tea, give the review a read and see what you think. But it's a good game. It's just not... It's not a great game. Let's say it like that. Right. Okay. Stray Blade. It is, it is one that you might like, Gareth, oh, not actually. Not worth Sorry, I'm about time oh, for yeah. this. It's just um, the Gareth game. You're too busy putting four to five hours into Redfall. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Stray Blade. Um, it's back to me, isn't it? I've got, I've got, you know, I think I might have said this on the podcast, but not with you two on it. In Rise, the, the best thing about Rise, that game, is that I've got a very good friend who's in it who plays as sort of like the baddie brother. And he, he there's a boss battle when you have to beat him. And <laughs> it's the weirdest experience of my life. I said, play and beat my yeah, friend. I think you up. did. You have to. Yeah, I said, yeah. I was very impressed. He does duplicates. He triples up and so on. Okay. Um, my next game, after the exciting games of Cannon Dance and Stray, is Tram Sim. Oh, this is a game. Oh, oh. Buckle up. This sounds great. I think I've done a Let's Play that might be out soon, probably when I do the review, which will be a couple of days. Um, tram Sim is exactly what it is. You're, um, <laughs> you're driving trams. <laughs> In two cities, in the city of Munich and in the city oh, of Vienna. Did yeah. you, you said trams. I thought you said tramp. 
<laughs> well, there is a Trampson. Yeah. In the sorry, sense. sorry, I, I had a completely different game in my head. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Gareth. Trampson. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're driving trams basically. So you've got a you've got a route, <laughs> and uh, and you're a homeless guy and you're driving <laughs> trams. Yeah. I can hear those pens scribbling again. These ideas are going faster, though. Yeah, it's, it's, that's basically you get into a tram. I start with that. There's no story, <laughs> and uh, you start your tram when it's kind of like on a normal route. It's like early in the morning, and then off you go, <laughs> and you can make it as difficult, like. No, you've got to know all the buttons or make it as easy as you want to do. You can make it sunny or, or weather, or you can make it even Christmassy. You could do it at Christmas time. Um, the good thing is, Vienna and Munich look quite good. They look quite visually good if you don't look at it too close. Um, <laughs> but it, it looks, the lighting's good. Um, I've played a lot of these games. I've played train sim games, I've played bus simulator games for the site. So they're they all have a kind of very similar thing, as in all the passengers look the same. There's always triplets sitting next to each other in the, tri- in the, in the tram. Um, the, the good thing with this, it's quite... I, after doing the train sim games, which is quite complicated, like even getting the thing started, you're pressing about 20,000 buttons. This is a lot easier, as you can imagine a tram is. You're sort of just pressing one thing, knocking the button, and then you're off you go. There's something kind of <laughs> one route might take you an hour and a bit, <laughs> so there's something quite relaxing about driving around Vienna. Going, oh, look at that! It's <laughs> um, are, you, are you stopping to look in the shop? I am stopping, like doing doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is. I mean, it's gonna sell loads as these games do. People love doing these sim games, um, especially in Europe. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I think it's, it's a shame there's only two cities. Um, but there's enough Ooh, variation. They should do nothing in one. We've got a tram here. Oh, there you go. Another good pitch. Yeah. I have to check though. Trams are on rails. Yeah. 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 So is it is it literally just you've got to drive and stop and drive and stop? Uh, basic. If you've got it without any, um, if you've got it on kind of like easy setting, you can just do it like that. So, I mean. When I've got it on easy setting, when I first did it, I'm not really, I'm not really worried about the cars. I'm sort of just going. I'm a tram. I'm fine. You've got to stop in front of me. But I think you've got to. The more settings you put on, it's more like obeying rules, stopping in the right place, pressing, pressing a kind of lot more buttons to open the doors, so it's a bit more kind of like hands on, and you're indicating you're not, you're getting points deducted if you're banging into cars. What's annoying is that like when you get a speed up, there's always a tram in front of me. It's really annoying. That's just going quite slow. And like a lot of times, I'm just waiting for this tram to move. Yes, really. So you can't overtake it? No. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's a great life. Well, there you go. That's, that sounds like an amazing game. Do you think I'd like it, Gareth? No, none of you like these games. Only okay. me. I'm the only one who play them. Um, yeah, that's coming out soon. And there'll be a little oh, let's play for an hour. <laughs> Hour, let's play. It, yeah. An hour of driving a tram. Yeah, but you see goodness. Vienna. Um, fans of Vienna will like it. Um, one more. Please game. tell me you're wearing a a, a tram driver's hat <laughs> in the video. <laughs> I, I might be. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. One more game each. Let's go for Darren. What's your second game? Uh, so, talking of games that we seem to get a lot of, I'm also playing a game called Panic Porcupine which is a retro-style platformer. God, and that's when I see those... unusual. <laughs> yes, I know. When I see those words, my heart immediately sinks. Um, uh, 
there's another way of saying it. It's basically a bootleg copy of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the best way I can describe it. So there is even a portrait of a very muscular Sonic the Hedgehog on the wall and then a bit of a throwaway reference to a well-known hedgehog's busy shooting a movie. So it's kind of aware of that, but it doesn't really excuse the fact that it pretty much takes every idea from Sonic and just puts it in like a different colour palette to the noises to the like the spin the role that the little porcupine can do um and just to boot as well the controls are a little bit delayed in terms of response time so you're constantly getting cut in half by buzzsaws or falling onto spikes and dying so it's one of those games where it's not meant to be frustrating but it's really frustrating to play so I have got to play a bit more of it um, before I finalise my review. But uh, yeah, it's um, not one I would recommend, unfortunately. <laughs> How can I speak? Mu- I'll, I'll leave it at that. How much is it, Darren? Do you know? I don't know. I'm guessing it's £4.19 right, because yeah. that's the classic. Uh, but I will, um, I'll find out and come back to you very shortly. Okay, brilliant. Um, thank you, Panic Porcupine. Bless them. Good luck to them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Panic doesn't sound anything like Sonic, does it? No, no. good luck to them. They've just gone for it, haven't they? How can you make quick money? Um, right, Paul, what's Hello. your last game? My last game I'll talk about is a little shoot 'em up called Hyper 5. Um, it's a kind of old-style um, side-scrolling shoot 'em up um you fly through various locations and shoot baddies and then kill a boss at the end of the stage if you've ever played a shoot 'em up in your life you know exactly what's going on here um mm. the interesting things about it are the graphics are quite good um they're quite they're quite ambitious they're not the best graphics i've ever seen but at least they've had a go do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so like the the starting sequence when you zoom in the stage is it's nicely 3D and everything um and as you go through the levels you acquire upgrade points that you can then spend to upgrade your ship in certain ways and there are certain missions in each um thing in each stage to try and achieve like kill a certain number of this enemy and you'll unlock a different thing and so it's it's okay um it's not going to set the world on fire um and i will get round to writing the review one of these days um but yeah hyper five if you're looking for a shoot 'em up game and you're not too fussy it might be right up your alley good hyper five Right, brilliant. Um, um, I have an update for you. It's six pounds sixty nine. Oh my god, it's gone over. Oh my goodness. Um, but it does run in sixty FPS, so yeah. it's not all bad. <laughs> there, you there you go, panic pop. pop what you say for Absol? Well, I've got more than you can stay for other games that have like this week. Yes. Good, thank you, gentlemen. That's our games. Let's just have some news now. Instantly, there's a bit of news today. Some might say. It's a uh, it's, it's panic my Xbox, but now they've uh, they've basically just put out their showcase news today. So we know the Xbox Game Showcase is going to be on Sunday, the June the eleventh. Uh, I think it's going to be at six pm um, UK time, and okay. it's going to be followed straight afterwards by a Starfield Direct. So that would be a kind of like more in depth look at Starfield for the Xbox Game Showcase. Um, 
and I think they're going to do something else like a showcase extension which they did last year, which is more in-depth interviews with all the games on the 13th, June the 13th. Um, looking forward to this. This is interesting that they put this out straight after st- I think it's just a way of just going... It's, it's almost like they're trying to distract from the bad news, <laughs> isn't it? I, I, I am, but I'm also now very anxious about it because of all of the swirling opinions and doomsday predictions and goodness knows what else. So I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy it in quite the same way. What do you, let's just talk, the three of us, Just what do we think? How do we think Xbox are doing? Are they, do you think... Yeah, I'm just going to say, how do you think they're doing this year? What, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts? Darren, what's your thoughts? What's your... I think we talked about it last week. I mean, I, I don't know the ins and outs of the financial situation. I know there have been some reports that hardware sales have dropped, but that kind of feels like they've been budgeting for that because of the shift towards Game Pass and signing people up to that. So financially, Microsoft are huge. So I, I'm sure, you know, it's too early to say like they're in any sort of real trouble. Um, but I think PR-wise, with gamers, I think they are struggling. Um, and it's all well and good, you know, for for Phil to come out, I think, was it last year now, and say, yeah, we get it. We haven't really had enough first-party games, but we're working on it. It does. It just makes me think there's so much pressure on the showcase and then by extension Starfield to kind of deliver to silence the critics but it just it's one of those things where you're never going to silence everybody but it just feels like the noise is louder than it has been for a long time so i think it's financially fine but but in terms of kind of currying favor with with gamers i think they're they're on a bit of a downward spiral at the moment paul is that fair um yeah i think darren's sort of hit the nail on the head there hasn't he um they 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 seem to, certainly in the case of Redfall, they've over-promised and under-delivered, basically. Um, it was going to be the greatest vampire game ever, and this, that, and the other. And it's it's okay. Um, but, you know, it's like, like Darren said, Starfield is the one that's making me worry now because I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, it should be good. Skyrim in space, I think I've called it before. So... That's what I'm wanting. I'm wanting something that scale, that memorable, that good. Um, And hopefully in June we'll see something like that. Um, As far as money-wise, I mean, we heard this week that the CMA have blocked that Activision Blizzard deal, haven't they? So I don't know what's going to happen with that one. Um, Because, you know, apparently the UK punches well above its weight in the tech world it seems so because we've said no it now might not happen um i'm sure that microsoft are going to appeal but that's just just another layer of worry isn't it so um on the flip side i've not seen anything this year that has made me want to turn my playstation on i don't think i've turned it on this year yet um so you know Xbox for me are still doing the better job of engaging with me. I mean, whether that's Game Pass, whether it's games that are coming out. Um, but yeah, I think the future, if we look towards it, I mean, I've got Starfield coming and I've got Forza Motorsport that I'm really looking forward to. But other than that, I mean, there's not a massive amount of games coming, is there? 
<laughs> Certainly not that we've heard about. No, I so. I think this is the big thing. The biggest thing about this is games. And I think we are about to hit loads of freaking games because everything has been delayed and delayed and delayed. And they're all going to, I think they're trying to fit the pieces together and see what's ready as well. I think the next, if we think about the year from April to April next year, I think it's going to be this gen games as well that are going to come out. I think as well with Redfall, if it, so last year's conference in June, the big promise, we talked about this on the podcast last time, it was you're going to be playing these games in the next 12 months. Um, I think we pretty got, I think we worked out last time, 70% of those games we are, but there's the big, some big hitters that are not in those 12 months. Yeah. Um, Starfield and Force have been two of those. I think you've got also there's Ark is in there as well. I think that's quite a big one, you know. There's Hell, Hellblade Two. Yeah, so that so I, and that wasn't in the conference last year, but that was that. But I think if if we were thinking back to when Red Four is going to come out, and I, you had Starfield the next month, or you had Forza in April, I don't think it would have had so much of a an uproar. Mm-hmm. I think because we're so desperate to play games, and we're so desperate to play this gen games as well, which we haven't had at all. We've had one or two, or you know, really small. We're really desperate. That's why it's like people look at these games as like these are the saviors, and when they're not quite as good, it uh, it kills people. I think. I think that's what we're seeing. You know, thinking about you know when the I think the most prolific bit of games was the 360 when that was there, and the PlayStation probably three and all those games that came out that were iconic. But there was no, there's games every week, wasn't there? There was, there was a kind of dry period at the end, but when they got going, there was like a, a, a like a triple A game all the time, wasn't there? Like these, you know, thinking that, and we have, we just haven't had that. We've had these kind of gaps. Brilliant indie games, brilliant games that we loved on India that we've really enjoyed, but not those big triple um, A games. And I think, I think that's what people want. And I think this is my only thing. I think because we're being sort of distracted by contracts with Activision and, dare I say it, cloud gaming and everything else that goes with you, it's all good, it's fine, but the actual, you know, all I'm interested in is playing games on my console, in front of my TV. I don't give a sort about the rest mm-hmm. of it. So I think, again, you've got to kind of get that right. <laughs> you've got to get that stuff right. You've got to just get those games out and have that us. That's it for me. The other stuff is like gravy. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice to have, but not essential. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's interesting though because when you talk about the Xbox 360 years and games coming out more regularly and things, is it just the expectations are much higher for what a big game is? Because if you think about all the third party games, we have had a lot of games come out this year already. Yeah, we have, yeah. And they've done really well. Not- but they've done brilliant. I mean, they're good yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, so the, there are lots of games out there. I don't understand the obsession. I know first parties should be publishing big hitters regularly, exclusive to Xbox, to make you want to own an Xbox. But if you've got loads of good third party games coming out to kind of tide you over, mm. I think it's just people want something to be outraged about and. You know, as I say, like when the narrative gains momentum that there's no games, people like to jump on it and be part of it and go, oh, yes, I think that as well. Mm. So I can't, in all good faith, turn around and say there are no games on Xbox or any console because that mm. would just be factually no. incorrect. No. No. It's just the, the, the thirst for a big first party game 
regularly, like every couple of months, I think has just become the expectation now. And even with brilliant games like, you know, the Star Wars game and others that have released, it doesn't seem to quench it because it's not an Xbox first party title. Yeah. And I think two of the really good games that have come out, brilliant games, um, are remakes. Yeah. And you never go back, Gareth. You never go back. back. And I've gone back twice and I would love them, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's, 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 that's becomes that I think that says oh we haven't got and also let's be you know me giving that example of 360 the reason they did have games coming because they were easier to make <laughs> now yeah, it's like true. now it's harder to make because it's so big budget it's so much money much more money now and much more um, the visual effects and everything else and the motion capture it just takes longer to do this stuff and we have had a pandemic which did affect everything so mm. there are lots of but I just yeah I just think the other stuff is I just hope with the stuff that when they had the June stuff that I think we're going to see loads of stuff. I just maybe that commitment to go, we want some dates <laughs> straight away. Yeah, I've got a question you might know the answer to, mm. Gareth. You know the the writers' strike in mm. the US that's happening again after it like crippled telly fifteen years ago. Mm. Do you think that will affect elements of the yeah. games getting released? It must do, mustn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. Because they're massive projects. But we might not see that for two or three years. I mean, how long's mm. the writer's strike? Nine weeks, isn't it? Ten weeks. Ten weeks or nine weeks. Is it? Yeah, I think it will be, you know, it won't be games because a lot of stuff will be in development now that's done all their writing and all their motion capture stuff, I think. So mm. it might be stuff that I know people have worked on games that, you know, years ago that haven't been released yet. So Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, it won't be for a while. And they mm-hmm. might think of different ways of doing it. I and mean, they just go, do yep. we, I don't know. They might, yeah. Got GPT, that's the way. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> just might be that. Yeah, it will do. I've got a story I can tell you about the right strike after we finish the podcast, but I can't do it online. Oh, no, so, we need okay. to know now. No, I can't on, do it. Yeah. We'll be sued. I'm sure the we'll listener be, would like to We'll be sued. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, yeah, so, yeah, no, it will do. But. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. We'll look forward to We want games. We're going to hopefully hear some stuff. And maybe we're nearer the time we'll talk about what we... We might have a little special about what we want to see from that. We'll probably have lots a few of, weeks away. Yeah, there, there's going to be loads of leaks as well, isn't there? Probably as yeah, well. probably. Oh, there's bound to be, yeah. yeah. Um, Xbox is not all that bad. Yeah. Like Paul yeah. said, I think it's right as well. With PlayStation, it's not... You know, they had God of War last year, but this year they've not had anything yet. They have got Final Fantasy coming up in June and they have got probably they had Man spoken well. what are you on about <laughs> yeah they had yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what's it called that Horizon DLC that oh they did have that yeah yeah. yeah yeah and it's not a full game but it's still a no they did have that good chunk. True. Yeah. Um, don't forget Vampire Survivors had some DLC as well and that's amazing yeah it's true, <laughs> it's true. Um, let's have a quick look at, let's have a look at our our games in May um, the things that we're looking forward to in May Let's have a quick go. We've done a uh, who's done this? I think Dave Rossi did it on our thing. Twelve games you should be playing the Xbox in May. I'm just going to go through them very briefly, and then each of you can say whether you, some of you have played them already. Age of Wonders four. Paul, you're reviewing um, this. I'm doing re- the review for that. Yes, you enjoying it? Uh, it's flipping complicated. <laughs> um, you need to have the sort of finger dexterity of an octopus. But yeah, but it's it's 
I haven't played enough to give a proper opinion yet. Okay. But it appears to be very deep and very complicated. Okay, okay good. And Redfall we've talked about. Um, Ravenlock, I think are... I'm quite looking forward to that one. That looks pretty cool. Game point. I think that um, review's on our site. Um, Dave's given it a four out of five. It's, it looks really... Yeah, it looks great. The visuals are brilliant. It's a little kind mm-hmm. of like Zelda-y type thing. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think I think that's the sort of gist of it, isn't it? Darren, you but, got, yeah, sorry, Paul, what you going to say? No, I was just going to say I'm going to reserve judgment until I've actually played it myself. Good. Um, Darren, you're looking forward to Lego 2K Drive? Um, not particularly, to be honest. <laughs> but going back to Raven. What? What's wrong the, with you? The studio also made a game that I loved and reviewed a couple of years ago called Echo Generation, mm-hmm. which had very strong Stranger Things vibes. So I do want to check out Ravenlock. Uh, but no, um, I am... I am not, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I can't dress it up. I'm not that no. bothered about Paul's it. Paul's going to love this, isn't he? Oh, well, it's a driving game. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Lego and driving. What what more could you want? Um, amnesia the Bunker. Um, no, I, I like I'm, the Amnesia I'm not world. convinced by these Amnesia games, to be honest. I'm a bit scared. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy them. <laughs> I like the idea of this, that you're transported to a World War I bunker and then you're awakened with just one bullet in your barrel. It's your task just, to make your way out. Yeah. I love that. Shoot yourself. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. just, just get it off. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Um, the Warhammer 40,000 bolt gun. I don't know what that is. Any ideas about that? It'll be a Warhammer 40,000 universe game. I mean, I do like the universe. The games I've played before have been good. I've I, not heard much about this one. I think it's like a Doom shooter, like a 90s one. It's a retro oh, it's just, kind of it's game. Oh, it's a shooty one, is it? Yeah, right. Like a spin-off. There's, yeah. They're normally like strategy games. So, mm. But yeah, I mean, they've done strategy games. They've done Diablo-style games. So yeah, why not a shooter? Lord of the Rings Golem. <laughs> I... Lord is, 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 is it true that you this? played the, uh, the lead role in this, Gareth? <laughs> 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 um... Darren, you, what do you say? You haven't heard much about this. I, I, well, I, I, it's probably it's not on purpose. I just haven't watched anything or read anything about it. And it's like because a couple of months ago, it was just like, oh, by the way, that's coming out in a couple of months. I was like, oh wow. Um, so yeah, I've no idea. I mean, well, it got de- it got delayed about twenty times. No, it got yeah, delayed a few times. I'll be honest, I forgot all about it <laughs> <laughs> until it was confirmed it was coming out. So I, yeah, I. I'll give it a look, I think, probably. I think I'm not particularly excited or not excited about it in the middle of the road. I think it's fair to say, I think when it was meant to be coming out in November last year, uh, it, they, it did the previews, I think, in sort of September to a lot of people had a go at it, and people weren't that excited about it and they weren't that. Okay. So I think they took it back to, you know, took it back and played around with it a bit more. So we'll, we'll see. It could be great. Mm. Could be, well, after yeah. the Rings of Power, I kind of took a break from Lord of the Rings because yeah. I didn't particularly enjoy that. No, it's a bit. It's very stealthy this game. Um, right. Paul, Company of Heroes three. It's your kind uh, of game, isn't it? Okay, um, maybe. <laughs> I've, I've not played the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> What what is Company of Heroes, Gareth? Tell me all about it. <laughs> it's um, it's one of your games. It's like uh, what's it one called? One of my games. One of those ones I wrote. You mean, yeah? It's a real time strategy <laughs> game, isn't it? Uh, it? If you say so, I've not heard anything about it. But if it's an RTS, then yes, it'll probably end up in my lap. Okay, good. Um, these are our 
um, Xbox Hard <laughs> one, so we don't know about that. Um, After Us, which is my game I really want to play this month. It's my favourite game of thing. Um, if you have a look now, they've got a little gameplay uh, video that's just come out. And it's my is it a walking simulator? No, it's a platformer, but it just looks very oh, beautiful. Right. It has that kind of inside e vibe to it. Oh, is that is that the one with the animal spirits? Yeah, yeah, that did look quite good. I saw yeah. that. And you're playing this this bird with long silver hair or something? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's her. That's yeah, her. yeah. Uh, and there was, I, th- I think I saw a video where there was a giant sausage dog spirit you had to make friends with or something. Yes, that's right. So yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that looks quite good. Good. I like that. Um, Dan, did you like the sound of that? Uh, from your excellent descriptions, I'm much more interested now than I was five minutes ago. <laughs> good. Good. Um, we're getting to the end of this list. Um, let's talk about the Mia Miasma 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 Chronicles. Miasma Chronicles. Oh, thank you. Miasma. Yes. You've got to have to break them teeth in sometime. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Paul, you talked about this. Are you excited I about this? I have talked about this. This, this looked quite good. Yeah. Um, it's completely gone out of my head what it is, but I remember the name and I remember thinking this looks pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I'll review that one, Gareth. Don't you worry. Good. It's Mutant Year Zero. Um, who liked that? That's kind of the kiddie. Yeah. yeah. I knew that I'd remembered it from somewhere. Um, another one, Mia and the Dragon Princess, which I've just reviewed. It should be on the site. A um, little FMV game. That's quite good fun. Oh, Paul, that's it. Paul it, yeah. Um, Tin Hearts, which is a game I talked about. We had a few of it in the podcast that I played back in February. Um, yes. And that should be coming out mid-May, so we're looking forward to that 21st. Um, it's a little Lemmings kind of like clone, but much better than that. And that's a kind of list from our list. But also there's another game that's coming out I just want to mention is come to Game Pass, Planet of Elena. Lana, I think more than Elena. Lana is coming out on May 23rd on Game Pass. And if you remember, we did a bit in the podcast and I spoke to the developers at um, EGX. Do you remember this, you lot? Yes, I remember this. It's a really I'll beautiful game. It's going to be a little pla- another platform game, but really stunning. So that's going to come to Game Pass as well. We've got games on Xbox. Loads of games. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what they're on about. Madness. Um, So, yeah, that's good. Um, Right, gentlemen. That's it. What are we looking forward to next week? (laughs) Who's going? Go on, you go. Paul, go on, Paul. You go. Oh, Paul. Oh, me. Jump in there. Uh, What have I got next week that's exciting? I have to go to the hospital on Tuesday to find out whether I'm slowly going blind. So that'll be good. You're not looking forward to that, are you? Not really, no. I mean, the, the exciting <laughs> bit is the uh, is the I've told I've talked about it before. The drops they put in to oh, yeah, dilate yeah. your eyes yeah. until they're sort of. But and then I've got to sort of go there on the train because I'm not allowed to drive, and then I've got to somehow get home again on the train when I can't see. So it's going to be very exciting. <laughs> oh, Goodness God. knows where I'll end up. <laughs> You've got a spare um, room, haven't you, Gareth? <laughs> yeah, just in case. Just in case. Just around. Um, other than that, I'm looking forward to um, starting Resident Evil 4. I've managed to pick up a second-hand copy of that. Oh, did you get it? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I, I'm a bit disturbed because it's come in this steel book, but there's no sleeve on it, so I might have to send it back. I did wait, then I was good. But yes, I did get it. Thank you, Gareth. Good. Um, and other than that, it's bank holiday. We're looking forward to seeing old Chuck get stuck on the throne um, and <laughs> going fishing. So, yeah. 
What yeah. more could you want? What more can you do? Um, Darren, what about you? Uh, I'm in London. Um, I'm you work, yeah, and I do enjoy John down there. Uh, just for a, a swinging trip for the day there and back quickly, <laughs> and then we're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy three, which mm. I am looking forward to. Um, because I do love the trilogy and it's had mixed reviews, so as oh. they all seem to at the moment. I think so we'll it's had, I've seen some really good reviews. I thought though. it had good reviews. Yeah. I think yeah, maybe it was an outlier. It, I, think, I think the Telegraph gave it that two out of five. Yeah, it's a Telegraph. It serves you right for reading the yeah, Telegraph. There it is. By the way, it just popped up on social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You've got your stuff um, and with trust. But um, I think uh, yeah, they gave, it, they gave it two out of five, so we'll see. I, I like Guardians. I'm sure it'll be good. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, we've got some. We've got the Odeon voucher that we had about a year ago. That I need to think. I need to go to cinema. Someone gave it to me for my mm. something. Yeah, so I think we might do that. Um, what have I got? I've got a week off, so I'm, we're not going to be here next week because I'm I'm not here. And these what idiots, do you mean you're not here? These idiots can't do it. So I've got a week off. I've got a week off, so we're not going to be on the podcast next week. We're going to come back on seventeen. But I've got to, how can you off. tell when you have a week off or, or not? No, I mean, no, it's all no the same. Way. It's all the same for actors, yeah, isn't it? Unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> um, but until then, where can we find you if you want to talk to you about your eyes, Paul? Um, if you want to talk about my high eyes, then uh, grab my handle on the Twitter, which is at Xbox Hub Paul. Brilliant. And Darren, if you want to talk to you about Guardians, where how do you get hold of you? Uh, well, if you want blow-by-blow election coverage, then oh, you good. can follow me on at 27Darren on the Twitter. Good. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait. <laughs> you, might be getting, you might be getting muted or blocked. <laughs> I should have put that into what I'm looking forward to, watching, staying up all night to watch the election. Oh, yeah, I think I might do that as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing Keir Starmer in tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll have to wait till next year. So <laughs> um, and I'm looking forward to the week. Oh, no, I'm not doing Where can we find you, Darren? Did I say that? Did you say you're done? Yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah. mad. I'm already off. You're going to have to start listening. I'm already on my week off. I finished. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can find me on GP Friday on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you very much. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. We had found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.